This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala ibadihi alladhina astafa wa ba'd. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless him and all his family members, his companions and every single one of us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. Beloved brothers and sisters, this evening we will be continuing with the story of the Prophet Moses, Musa alayhi salatu wa salam, may peace be upon him. And what happened after the Pharaoh or Fir'aun was drowned and they were now on the other side of the Red Sea. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about what happened. The first thing as they crossed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَجَاوَزْنَا بِبَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ الْبَحْرَ فَأَتَوْا عَلَىٰ قَوْمٍ يَعْكُفُونَ عَلَىٰ أَصْنَامٍ لَهُمْ As Banu Israel crossed, they came across some people who were worshipping some idols. قَالُوا يَا مُوسَ جَعَلْ لَنَا إِلَهًا كَمَا لَهُمْ آلِهَةً They said, O Musa, we would like you to appoint for us some idols just like they have idols so we can worship a few of these. Look at these people. They were just saved from Fir'aun by the will of Allah, by the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Moments ago, they crossed and in a short period of time, they already were excited by what some others were doing. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a lesson. Musa alayhi salatu wasalam responded to them. قَالَ إِنَّكُمْ قَوْمٌ تَجْهَلُونَ He said, you are people who are completely ignorant. إِنَّ هَؤُلَاءِ مُتَبَّرٌ مَّا هُمْ فِيهِ وَبَاطِلٌ مَّا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ All these people, what they are in is completely wrong. It is utterly useless. It is a means of their destruction. And what they are doing is completely out of the fold of what is correct. They have engaged in polytheism. They have involved or worshipped gods and deities with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you are asking me to come and appoint for you something of this nature. Now there is a narration of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that once on a journey, some of the companions, this was at the early stages when they were traveling with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they said, they saw a tree upon which some of the people used to hang whatever they wanted. They used to come and hang their swords so that if they fight with that sword, it would actually be a means of their victory and so on. And they would hang their wishes, draw them, you know, write them on a paper and hang them or whatever it was. But they used to call it Dhatu Anwatin which means things where a tree where things used to be hung and they used to believe certain beliefs that it's going to bring us good fortune. And they told the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, اِجْعَلْ لَنَا ذَاتُ أَنْوَاطٍ كَمَا لَهُمْ ذَاتُ أَنْوَاطٍ That we want you to make us for also a tree similar to theirs. Look, they're hanging things. It's good. They've got their swords on there. We want you, know, you to also make us some form of a tree that we can also hang our items. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded that 
do not be like those of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam whom when they had crossed, they said we want, we seeing these people worship idols, we looking, it seems okay, it's fine, we want to do the same. In our language, they call it monkey see, monkey do. Allah protect us. So we need to learn a lesson. Not everything you see happening around you is correct. You need to know what is knowledge. You need to know what is right. You need to understand what looks good is not always good. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Sometimes people will be doing something. It might be looking like it's okay. They look like they are really enjoying it, but it might be the source of downfall. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. And so thereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, now they had got to the other side, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam reminded them to say, don't you remember, Allah says, we have saved you from the family of Fir'aun. He was killing your boys and he was allowing some of you to, to live and so on. Don't you remember all that? It happened moments ago. So worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Now, as they got to the other side, they needed food, they needed water, they needed something to drink, something to eat. So they told Musa alayhi salam, Ya Musa, we want you to pray to Allah. Now, before we speak of this prayer, it is important for us to know that at that time, magic was at its peak. The magicians, as you know, they were all over Egypt. And they had accepted Islam. Who accepted Islam? The cream of the crop, which means the top magicians, they all accepted Islam. Because they knew the difference between the magic they were engaging in and what Musa alayhi salam had come with. So, at that time, when people used to witness magic, it was not a big deal to them. But when Musa alayhi salam came with something, it was totally different. The magicians might make a spring look like it's gushing, but you can't go there and drink from it. No. So look at Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. His people told him, we want you to make dua to Allah. And we want you to ask Allah for us. We need some water. We need something here. So Allah says, وَإِذِ اسْتَسْقَى مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ فَقُلْ نَضْرِبْ بِعَصَاكَ الْحَجَرِ When Musa alayhi salam asked us to quench the thirst on behalf of his people, he asked a question. We want something to drink. Allah says, we ordered him to use the same stick and to hit the rock. When he beat the rock, Allah says, فَانْفَجَرَتْ مِنْهُ اثْنَتَا عَشْرَةَ عَيْنًا قَدْ عَلِمَ كُلُّ أُنَاسٍ مَشْرَبَهُمْ Twelve different springs gushed out of that huge rock. And because they were members of the families of twelve of the children of Jacob, Ya'qub alayhi salatu wasalam, they were part of twelve different families, twelve different lineages. Each one knew exactly which spring belonged to their particular group and they all drank from their particular spring. That was a miracle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this in the Quran. And as they went further, they felt hungry. And it was a desert, desert land. Bay. There were no trees. There was no vegetation. It was not like Egypt across the Red Sea. It was bare land. So they asked Allah for shade. And they asked Musa alayhi salam for food. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we'd like something. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them. What did He give them? He says, وَظَلَّلْنَا عَلَيْكُمُ الْغَمَامَ وَأَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكُمُ الْمَنَّ وَالسَّلْوَىٰ كُلُوا مِن طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقُنَاكُمْ Allah says, we caused a cloud to be a barrier between them and the sun. 
The cloud came in. Allah says, For you, O Banu Israel, we even used the clouds to shade you. And on top of that, we released for you from us the food, the divine food known as Al-Man was Salwa. Man is a type of grain, and Salwa is a type of a bird. Some say it is a quail. So Allah says, we gave that to you. Allah says, eat and thank Allah, enjoy the meal and you thank Allah, be grateful and protect yourself from mischief making. So mashallah, they began to eat, they were drinking, they were happy, they were excited. Now, as they were eating, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down a message to Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. Remember the chronological order is not exactly known in the books of history, but all these are made mention of in the Qur'an. And the order, it is quite close to one another. So one might have happened slightly before the other or so on. We are not 100% sure as to the precise order of time. But what we do know is all this has happened because it is in the Qur'an. Allah says, وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ يَا قَوْمِ اذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ إِذْ جَعَلَ فِيكُمْ أَنْبِيَاءَ وَجَعَلَكُمْ مُنُوكًا وَآتَاكُمْ مَا لَمْ يُؤْتِ أَحَدًا مِّنَ الْعَالَمِينَ And remember when Moses told his people, may peace be upon him, when Musa alayhi salam told his people, O oh my people, bear in mind the favor of your Rabb for you. He has saved you not only from Fir'aun, but he has favored you in such a great way that he made from you the kings and the prophets. They are from you. The king Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam later became a king. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of how the prophets are all from Banu Israel, the children of Jacob. So Musa alayhi salam is telling his people, look, remember of the gift of Allah upon you. In that he has made from you the kings and the prophets. And he has given you what he has not given others of your time. The others of your time, they don't have all this. No one was saved with this stick. No one walked through the ocean. Nobody had man and salwa from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one had a cloud that protected them completely at that particular time. So he says, now Allah has issued an instruction for us. يَا قَوْمِ دُخُلُوا الْأَرْضَ الْمُقَدَّسَةَ الَّتِي كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ وَلَا تَرْتَدُّوا عَلَىٰ أَدْبَارِكُمْ فَتَنْقَلِبُوا خَاسِرِينَ Oh my people, enter the blessed land, the blessed land of Jerusalem. Enter this blessed land and do not turn back. We are going to go there and we will be victorious over the people that are there. Do not go back because then you will be losers. Now these people, they were used to Fir'aun and they were used to everything he said and they had this mentality where they became very stubborn, very, very stubborn. They were frightened for everything and at the same time, they did not want to believe anything and at the same time, even though they knew it was a messenger, but they thought we wanted the easy way. We don't want to make an effort, we just wanted the easy way. So they told Musa alayhi salam, إِنَّ فِيهَا قَوْمًا in that particular town that you want us to enter, the city of Jerusalem, there are people who are very oppressive. There are people who are tyrants. There are people who are very abusive and so on. How do you expect us to go into there? We're not going to go in there until those people come out of that place. 
We're not going to go. But Musa alayhi salam is saying, Oh my people, let us all enter together and we will be victorious. They're saying, No, those are people which are which or oh, people who will harm us, people who are very powerful, we don't want to go there. And Musa alayhi salam is looking at them, asking them, What is it? I'm instructing you. Moments ago we were saved. Look at the gift of Allah. For so long we were those who were considered the scum of society. That's what Banu Israel was considered as that when they were in Egypt. Now Allah has raised you. He destroyed your enemy. And Allah has granted you so much. And He's asking you to go into the city. They refused. Musa alayhi salam tried again. They said, no ways. We are never going to go in there. Go you and your Rabb. Go and fight them, remove them, then call us, we will come and enjoy. We're going to go into the city. How they were addressing their own messenger. Go you and your Rabb. Why did they say you and your Rabb? A'udhu billah. Because they knew all the signs were coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know the signs come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when the instruction comes from the same Rabb, we need to surrender to it. This was the first instruction for them. They refused. They didn't want. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was very upset, very angry with them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us. Remember, when we are instructed to enter or to engage in an act of worship, or do something for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we must engage in it wholeheartedly. If not, we will be rejected. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not need my act of worship, nor yours. We need it more than anything else. It will help us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي لَا أَمْلِكُ إِلَّا نَفْسِي وَأَخِي فَافْرُقُ بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَ الْقَوْمِ الْفَاسِقِينَ Musa alayhi salam made a dua. He said, Ya Allah, you've issued me an instruction here. I only have command over myself and my brother Harun. The rest, I don't have a command over them. Look at what they're saying. So separate between us. So Allah says, إِنَّهَا مُحَرَّمَةٌ عَلَيْهِمْ أَرْبَعِينَ سَنَةٌ it will be prohibited for them for 40 years to have any form of dwelling. They won't go into the city and they won't go anywhere for 40 years. They will just be wandering on the earth. So do not be saddened by the condition of the mischief makers. These are mischief makers, Allah is punishing them. What is it called? In Arabic they call it a tea meaning the land of wandering. So that day, from that day, for 40 years, these people used to get up in the morning and try to go and look for an abode. And they would come back in the evening exactly where they started. They couldn't find anything. And they didn't want to go into the city. And they now could not go into the city. And they couldn't go this way here. There's a sea. They couldn't go in the other direction, in that direction. They used to just get up in the morning, wander around, come back. And they used to eat man and salwa and drink from the water that Allah provided them. So the moral that we learn, one of the lessons we learn, when we do not hold fast to the gift of Allah upon us, He may take it away. Allah has given us a Qur'an. Allah has given us the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah has given us the laws of the sharia. Today, in tonight's verses, we heard a powerful verse. Allah says, وَإِن 
تتولوا يستبدل قوما غيركم ثم لا يكونوا امثالكم if you are going to turn away we will substitute you with others we will bring others who will not be turning away they won't be like you we don't need you allah is saying so whenever we have laws let's abide by them so allah has used us to abide by the laws if allah says read your salah five times a day Today we had a talk at, in Heidefeld a few moments ago at Dhuhr and I made mention of how if a rich man had to tell you I am prepared to give you the biggest building in Cape Town on condition that you come to me talk to me for five minutes five times a day only talk to me nothing else what would we do we'd say uncle ten minutes not five I'm getting that building the Arabella that's there it's going to be mine only for talking for five minutes Allahu Akbar what about salah? What is Allah asking you to do? He's not asking you to pump weights. Wallahi, it's a fact. There's no effort required. You are standing and you just got to make wudu and come. Still we feel lazy and Allah says, forget about one building in Cape Town, forget about Cape Town, forget about the whole world. You will have the world and whatever it holds ten times and even more. And we can't read salah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. To talk, only to communicate with Allah for five to ten minutes, five times a day. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us. So these were the people of Musa alayhi salam. When they refused, Allah said, wait, we give it to someone else. You can now go. You know, in the Arabic language, they have a saying, That is a powerful saying in the Arabic language. Give your brother a date, give him some goodness. If he doesn't want, give him a red hot coal. Tell him, okay, take it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. So this is what happened to these people. They got a little date, they got something good, because they didn't want it, it was taken away and they got a jamrah in return. Allah says, يَتِيهُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ So now they were on the land. Now there came stubbornness, even more stubbornness, because they were now upset. But why should they be upset? They asked for trouble. وَاللَّهُ الْغَنِيُّ وَأَنْتُمُ الْفُقَرَى Allah is independent. You are the ones who are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they started becoming unruly. And they started doing as they please. So Musa alayhi salatu wasalam made a dua to Allah. Ya Allah, I would like some laws, some regulations, something that we can govern these people with, something that they can follow, rules and regulations in order that they may succeed. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَوَاعَدَنَا مُوسَى ثَلَاثِينَ لَيْلَةً وَأَتْمَمْنَاهَا بِعَشْرٍ فَتَمَّ مِيقَاتُ رَبِّهِ أَرْبَعِينَ لَيْلَةً Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructed Musa alayhi salam to fast for 30 days in seclusion. He had to fast for 30 days in seclusion. And for some reason, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala later decided to add another 10 days. There are some narrations as to why the 10 days were added, but it's not in the Qur'an. We will just say the total of it was 40 days of fasting and of acts of worship, Musa alayhi salam in seclusion. Before he went out, Allah had told him, you will come, you will engage in fasting, you will meet me at a specific place where Allah had met him first, where Allah spoke, him, spoke to him in the first place. And I will give you some instructions. These 10 commandments that we hear about, they had come to Musa alayhi salam at that time. And they were given to him. And the Quran holds them and has them. They are written in the Quran. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this is what you shall do. And appoint your brother Harun to take care of the masses whilst you are away. So 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Musa alayhi salam chose Harun alayhi salam to be the one who will look after the people whilst he was away. Allah says, وَقَالَ مُوسَى لِأَخِيهِ هَارُونَ اخْلُفْنِي فِي قَوْمِي وَأَصْلِحْ وَلَا تَتَّبِعْ سَبِيلَ الْمُفْسِدِينَ He says, O oh Harun, I'm going to go for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's instruction to fulfill it. And I want you to take care of these people in my absence. And I want you to do good. I want you to be upright. And I want you never to follow the path of the mischief makers. Why was he instructing his brother not to follow the path of the mischief makers? Because those who were mischievous were very, very strong. They had with them some of the jewelry that was left behind by Fir'aun. The jewelry and some of the gold and what have you that was left by Fir'aun and his people. These people had gathered it and they took it with them. Some people had taken as much as they can and they, were, they had gone. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, after that Musa alayhi salam went. When he went, he met Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, وَلَمَّا جَاءَ مُوسَى لِمِيقَاتِنَا وَكَلَّمَهُ رَبُّهُ قَالَ رَبِّ أَرِنِي أَنظُرْ إِلَيْكِ Musa alayhi salam went to Allah. He spoke to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the same spot where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had wanted him at that particular time. And he says, Ya Allah, I'd like to ask you something. I believe completely, but I want to see you, Ya Allah. I've heard you, I'm speaking to you, but I want to see you, Ya Allah. Musa alayhi salam. Allah says, tarani. You will never see me. No. Not here, not with these eyes. Not in this world, no. But look at that mount. If it remains in its place, that means you will be able to see me. Allah says, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala released some of the nur onto that particular mount, it was destroyed to pieces. And Musa alayhi salam fell unconscious. Gone. And after some time, he got up, he regained consciousness. Allah says, فَلَمَّا أَفَاقَ قَالَ سُبْحَانَكَ when he regained his consciousness, he said, Glory be to you. Speaking to Allah. Glory be to you. I seek forgiveness for having asked what I just asked. I am the first from the submitters. He says, I am the first from the believers. Because he was a Muslim, he had already submitted. And he believed as well. But now he believes even more firm. That this is Allah. The whole mount was into pieces and he had fell unconscious. So Musa alayhi salatu wasalam says, وَأَنَا أَوَّلُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ I am the first to believe. So Allah tells him, قَالَ يَا مُوسَىٰ إِنِّ اصْطَفَيْتُكَ عَلَى النَّاسِ بِرِسَالَاتِ وَبِكَلَامِ فَخُذْ مَا آتَيْتُكَ وَكُمْ مِنَ الشَّاكِرِينَ O Musa, I have chosen you. Over and above all these people for two things. I have chosen you over and above all these people for two things. The first is that I have spoken to you 
And I am granting you prophethood. I am making you a messenger. I have given you a message. So two things that happened to you that didn't happen to those around you. I have chosen you for, in order to give you this wahi. Now what was the difference between him and Harun? Harun alayhi salatu wasalam was a Nabi. Musa alayhi salam was a Rasul. Musa was given the book. Harun was helping him to convey that book. So that's why Allah says, we revealed to you and we spoke to you. So the people who are around you here, we have favored you above all of them. So take this book. We take what we are giving you and be from amongst those who are thankful. And Musa alayhi salam was very, very thankful. And we will now speak about what happened when he went back. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked him a question. مَا أَعْجَلَكَ عَنْ قَوْمِكَ يَا مُوسَىٰ O Musa, we gave you an appointed time and a place. You've come to the place slightly before the time. Why are you in a haste? He says, Ya Allah, I wanted to come to you. I wanted to come to talk to you. And I really wanted to come to get this book and revelation. He was excited. MashaAllah. It reminds me of us sometimes. We want to be early for those appointments where we're going to gain something. MashaAllah. Or we're going to lose something. You know, you've got a big appointment with the big lawyers. What happens? You arrive 10 minutes in advance because they charge in units of 3 minutes. MashaAllah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us protection. May Allah make us regular with our salah. Salah is far more important. You come five minutes before, ten minutes before. This is what it is. Why? We love to communicate with Allah. Look at Musa alayhi salam. Ya Allah, I love to communicate with you. I came before time. So what about us? May Allah make us regular and grant us an understanding. So because he did that and because he met the appointment of Allah, he fulfilled the promise of fasting and what have you, Allah chose him. Allah will choose us for so much goodness in this world. Yes, nubuwa is complete. Prophethood is over with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But Allah can choose us all for goodness. Different forms of goodness. Our crises will be solved in our homes when we obey Allah's commands. Willingly, willingly. We want to do it. Ya Allah, I did it because I love you, Ya Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open our doors. So Allah says, that the people that you have left behind, there is a man known as Samiri who has already begun to lead them astray. So anyway, when Musa alayhi salam got his alwah, his tablets, and it was already written, he picked them up from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he went away. These written tablets, Allah gave him already. And he went away and he showed the people. In fact, the first thing he did, he put the tablets down and he grabbed hold of his brother. By his head and his beard. And he says, my brother, why didn't you stop these people engaging in shirk? What shirk did they engage in? When Musa alayhi salam went, it was 40 whole days. Harun alayhi salam was trying with them, telling them, you know what? Let's worship Allah in a manner that he wants and don't engage in mischief and what have you. But there was a man known as Samiri. He told everyone that I seen the angel when he was leaving. Some dust fell off the hoof of the horse he was on. And I gathered that dust. Today you have people, they show you weird things from their pockets. You know, I collected this from there. This belongs to the Prophet Nuh. I had someone come to me who told me this is from the ark. It was in the ark, Nuh alayhi salam's ark. And I looked at him and the uncle was looking so passionate. I just said, make dua. Carry on. What do you want me to say? Akhi, make dua. You tell him no, he gives you a slap on your face. You tell him yes, he's excited. He says you have condoned it. So you just say make dua and you proceed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. If you have a moment, you need to tell people, brother, this is wrong. 
So Samiri, he was excited. He showed the people some dust. He says, this dust is from the hoof of the horse of Gibril, alayhi salatu wasalam. And he says, I'm going to mix it now. Bring all the, the jewels. All the jewelry you people have collected from the people of Fir'aun, it is dirty. You can't use it. Bring it, we're going to throw it in this fire. So he made a big fire. And they started throwing all the jewelry in the fire and it was melting. As it's melting, he decided, I want to mold a god for you people. You see, Fir'aun used to worship also things and items. And he used to mold gold. We spoke about how they used to wear it as well. And they used to have their ancestors and forefathers. Up to today, you find in some places of Egypt, when they bury, they have a very strange way of burying. They have a room under the ground and they just put the person and then they go away. The next one who dies, they take him down into the same room, put him next to that one. The next one who dies, they take him down to the same room and put him next to that one. If you go to Egypt, go and ask the people to show you, they'll take you down into one of the rooms. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. See, people are looking frightened. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, these people, Samiri told them, we are, we are now making a big animal, a calf. So he made from the gold and the silver and everything a calf. The calf was hollow. Why hollow? Because they didn't have enough to make the cow full from inside. And as the wind blew, it was making a sound. Description of Allah. Allah says when Musa salam went, his people took, started worshipping the calf because it was making a noise. When the wind blew, because it was hollow, it made a sound. The little sound. When they heard the sound, they said, This is a God. It's got a life in it. It's got a life in it. Look, how can you debate? How can you argue? Come see that life. Listen to the sound. You think jewelry can make a sound? This is only a God. That's why it's making a sound. And they started worshipping it. So Harun alayhi salatu wasalam told them, What is it? How can you worship this? They told him, we will continue worshipping it until Musa comes back to us. Who are you to tell us? Now Musa alayhi salam was a big powerful man. We know about that. When Musa alayhi salatu wasalam came, he grabbed hold of Harun, shaking him. Ya Harunu, ma mana'aka idh ra'aytahum dhallu alla tattabi'an afa'asayta amri. What's wrong with you? When you saw them going astray, why didn't you follow what I told you and sort it out? Stop them from doing it. Why did you go against my instruction? He says, Yabna umma, oh my brother, la ta'khud bilihyati wa la bi don't hold my beard and my head. Inni khashitu antakula farraqta bayna bani Israel, wa lam tarqub qawli. I had a different fear. My fear was that if I, if I had been hard on them, I may have split the community into two. And you would have then come and say, Ya Harun, why did you split Banu Israel? You should have waited for me. So he says, it was more important according to me to hold them together, knowing that you're coming back with instruction. So Harun alayhi salatu wasalam tolerated one thing in order to achieve something else. And this was a huge crime. It was shirk, to be honest. And Harun alayhi salatu wasalam tried his best. But they didn't listen to him. So he left it at that and he told Musa alayhi salam, at least now they are in one piece, you can deal with them. So Musa alayhi salam asked the question straight to Samiri. Because Allah had told him who was the one who did it. So he says, Ma khatumuka ya Samiri. What's your problem, O Samiri? What is it that you did? So Samiri answered, 
in a silly manner. بَصُرْتُ بِمَا لَمْ يَبْصُرُوا بِهِ I saw something that no one else saw. He's talking about the hoof there. فَقَبَضْتُ قَبْضَةً مِّنْ أَثَرِ الرَّسُولِ So I got one handful of the dust from that horse, from the hoof of that horse of the, the, the messenger of the angel. فَقَبَضْتُ قَبْضَةً مِّنْ أَثَرِ الرَّسُولِ فَنَبَذْتُهَا وَكَذَلِكَ سَوَّلَتْ لِي نَفْسِي So my own mind and my own soul, my desire told me that this is what I should do. I must put it into the fire together with all this and I should make something and that would be a God because the source of part of it was from the hoof of that particular horse that the angel came on. Now what he saw and what not, all that, he probably was hallucinating. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. So Musa alayhi salam declared a punishment for him. قَالَ فَذْهَبْ فَإِنَّ لَكَ فِي الْحَيَاةِ أَن تَقُولَ لَا مِسَاسِ He said, go. For you from now on for the rest of your life, you will only be able to utter one word. And that is, لَا مِسَاسِ Which means, don't touch me. So Allah inflicted him with a severe disease where anyone who came near him, he could only say, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me throughout the rest of his life. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِنَّ لَكَ مَوْعِدًا لَن تُخْلَفَهُ And you have an appointed time and place that will never ever miss you and you should know Allah will get hold of you for having encouraged and engaged in this and still when I'm asking you, you're proud to tell me what you did. No repentance, no nothing. So Allah says, Musa alayhi salam told him, وَانْظُرْ إِلَىٰ إِلَٰهِكَ الَّذِي ظَلْتَ عَلَيْهِ عَاكِفًا لَنُحَرِّقَنَّهُ ثُمَّ لَنَنْسِفَنَّهُ فِي الْيَمِّ نَسْفًا Look at this God that you were worshipping. We will burn it, we will melt it completely and throw it into the water. And that's what Musa alayhi salatu wasalam did. And then Musa alayhi salam looks at all the people and says, إِنَّمَا إِلَٰهُكُمُ اللَّهُ الَّذِي لَا إِلَٰهَ إِلَّا هُوَ وَسِعَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ عِلْمًا Your Rabb is the one, Allah, no one worthy of worship besides your Maker. You never worship anything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And He has the knowledge of absolutely everything. So now He told His people, Be careful, don't fall prey to what people around you who seem intelligent are telling you when they are calling you towards disobeying the command of Allah and worshipping items besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What a great lesson for us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Thereafter Musa alayhi salatu wasalam turns to his people. And he warned them and he reminded them once again about what happened with Fir'aun and how they should not be engaging in all these sorts of acts. And then he tells them, I have come to you with this book, with these tablets from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were enjoying life up to now. They were doing as they pleased. It was very difficult for them now to obey the commands. So they did not want to obey these instructions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent them instructions, the commandments. They wanted to break all of them. In fact, they were not interested. So in order to make them fulfill those commands, Allah did something. What did he do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ نَتَقْنَ الْجَبَلَ فَوْقَهُمْ كَأَنَّهُ ظُلَّةٌ وَظَنُّوا أَنَّهُ وَاقِعٌ بِهِمْ خُذُوا مَا آتَيْنَاكُمْ بِقُوَّةٌ We're going to force you to take this. Allah raised the mount, Mount Tur, the whole mountain lifted off. And he placed it on top of them. 
The mountain was above them. They looked up, they saw the whole mountain move from its place and it came on top. And it started coming slowly down as though it was now going to fall on them. And Allah says, are you going to fulfill the commandments we've sent to you? They said, yes indeed, we give you our covenant. We will fulfill these commandments. When they promised their promises, Allah caused the mountain to return to where it was. And Allah says this in the Quran in more than one place. Allahu Akbar. وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الطُّورِ Do you remember when we took the whole mountain above you and we made you make your promises and covenant? Allah says, Oh Banu Israel, don't go back. Allahu Akbar. And as the mount went down, some people began to follow a few things and the others, they still dilly-dallying here and there. Allah makes mention of this. And Allah says, That sign as well, Yes, it moved a lot of them, but it did not move all of them. And even from amongst them, there were people who continued harassing Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, These are the signs of Allah. Allah shows us signs as well. But there are certain people who don't recognize the signs of Allah. Who are they? Allah says, سَأَصْرِفُ عَنْ آيَاتِيَ الَّذِينَ يَتَكَبَّرُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ وَإِنْ يَرَوْا كُلَّ آيَةٍ لَا يُؤْمِنُوا بِهَا Those who are arrogant and haughty, we will divert our signs away from them. They won't be able to benefit from our signs. Those who are arrogant, they've got pride. They do not want to accept the truth. Allah says, we will, conv- we will divert our signs from them. No matter how many signs they see of goodness and of iman, they will never believe in those signs. And Allah says, وَإِن يَرَوْا سَبِيلَ الرُّشْدِ لَا يَتَّخِذُوهُ سَبِيلًا وَإِن يَرَوْا سَبِيلَ الْغَيِّ يَتَّخِذُوهُ سَبِيلًا Allah says, when they see the path of goodness, they will be far away from it. And when they see people engaging in evil, they will quickly run towards it. Allah says, ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا This is because they belied our signs. One of the biggest signs we have today, Living miracle, the Qur'an. If we turn away from that Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will consider us from amongst those who have turned away from the sign of Allah. So we need to understand. Let us adopt the entire sharia. The Qur'an leads you to the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that leads you to the entire sharia. We will adopt it. And we will not be from amongst those who are cast into hellfire. May Allah protect us. So Allah says, when people are arrogant, then whenever there is something bad, they are the first ones to say, no, this is very good. Let us look into our own lives. When we see people doing things around us, some people call certain things religion. They say, this is religion. This is what Allah intended. Well, that's what Banu Israel did. That's what Samiri did. They are Samiris in our midst who keep on making us worship certain types of calves and what have you and poles and people. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. We need to learn a lesson from the story of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam to save ourselves from the Samiris in our midst. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and grant us steadfastness. And this is why these stories are in the Quran. They are not there to mention as folk tale. No, they are there for me and you to draw lesson. Every time we need to remove the rust of our own deen and our own religion because sometimes there is rust we need to shine it off and make sure that we are following the deen of muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam we call ourselves ummati we call ourselves part of the ummah of muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam 
But sometimes our actions are heading in a totally opposite direction. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a lesson from this. Wallahi, I have not really gone deep into it. But if you, you would like to go deep into it, all you need to do is sit and think what happened with Samiri and the calf and try and think how it happens in our lives and it will dawn to you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open our doors. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, after that, when these people saw the signs, the book was there, they told Musa alayhi salatu was salam, Ya Musa, we want to speak to Allah. We now want to talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are speaking to Him, we want to come and listen. Allahu Akbar. Look at this. We want to come and listen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, still He permitted that. He allowed that. So Musa alayhi salam was told, select 70 wise men from amongst your people and bring them. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. They can come and listen in. Subhanallah. So Musa alayhi salam, Allah says in the Quran, وَاخْتَارَ مُوسَىٰ قَوْمَهُ سَبْعِينَ رَجُلًا لِمِيقَاتِنَا Musa alayhi salam chose 70 people to come to the appointed place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had instructed them to come. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when they came there, they heard the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And amazingly, the people began to say, no, we want to see Allah. We want to see Him. It's not enough that we hear Him. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was very, very angry again. So what did He do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a lightning and a thunder together with a jolt, a tremor, and they all died. They all died. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this in Surah Al-Baqarah, first surah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says they all died. And Musa alayhi salam sought forgiveness for them. Ya Allah, I seek forgiveness. Ya Allah, these people, Ya Allah, forgive them and so on. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, ثُمَّ بَعَثْنَاكُمْ مِّن بَعْدِ مَوْتِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ We gave them life after they were dead. Once again, we brought them up back from the dead, back to the living, so that they can be thankful. So those people, I told you it was the peak of magic. But what Musa alayhi salam came with, everybody knew this is not magic, it's divine. Because the magicians, no matter what, they could not give life to the dead. Here all of them died, and all of them came alive after some time when Musa alayhi salam made a dua. Allah says it in the Quran in more than one place, that we gave them life again so that they can be thankful. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. What we learn from this as well, is when Allah gives you an opportunity and a chance, and you let it go by. Sometimes out of His mercy, He gives you another chance. He let it go by. Sometimes He'll give you another chance, like what He did to Banu Israel. He gave them many chances, but believe me, the day it all boiled down to the crux, and the chances were over, they were cursed. They were cursed. We will come to that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a deeper understanding. So you find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making mention of this in the Qur'an. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that we instructed them from the commandments that on the Sabbath, they were not allowed, they were not allowed to work at all. No work on the Sabbath. To this day, the Jews still follow the same commandment. They were not allowed to work in the Sabbath. And Allah says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَلَقَدْ عَلِمْتُمُ الَّذِينَ اعْتَدَوْا you know the people who broke that covenant regarding the Sabbath. 
they hatched their own plan thinking they would make a fool of us. I've mentioned this a few days back where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِذْ تَأْتِيهِمْ حِيْتَانُهُمْ يَوْمَ سَبْتِهِمْ شُرَّعًا وَيَوْمَ لَا يَسْبِتُونَ لَا تَأْتِيهِمْ كَذَلِكَ These people on the Sabbath, the fishermen, they used to notice the fish are all coming. The fish are all coming. And when it was the Sunday, the fish all went away. So Friday, no fish. Saturday, like the fish knew. And you know what? Today we're not going to be fished. So let's all go and tease these people. So they came. And when the fish were teasing, these people worked a plan. They wanted to find a loophole around the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what did they do? They came on Friday evening and cast all their nets. Sunday morning they picked them up with all the fish. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, as a punishment, We converted them into apes. Allahu Akbar. The Quran says, we converted them into apes because they transgressed. Let's pause there for a moment. Wallahi, sin has an effect on the face. Wallahi, sin has an effect on the face. When a person engages in sin and then it has an effect on the face, if they repent, they return. If they don't and they go deeper and deeper, it begins to show on their face. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us. And this is from the very beginning, from the very beginning. Myself and yourself may or may not be able to recognize it, in fact we won't. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. Today, may Allah protect us and our offspring. A person who wants to be on a drug, for example. If he does not save himself, a lot of the times people's hearts are brilliant, good people. But shaitan overtook them with one bad habit which really destroyed them. Sometimes the best of hearts, one bad habit and they're gone. And if they remove that bad habit, they become once again those with best of hearts. But you start noticing it on the face, starts caving in, you start getting droopy eyes, you start having this problem, that problem, and you start, you know, people can see it in, in the face. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us. These are symptoms of sin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and our offspring and all those. May Allah make it easy on this day for those who are on drugs to make a resolution. No more from tonight. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, after that, as I told you the exact history, the order of history, we don't know precisely. But there was a time when these people, maybe before the incident of the fish, where they became tired of this man and salwa. Because for 40 years they had to be in the desert. 40 years. And whilst in the desert they were harassing Musa alayhi salam. Day in, day out. One man does this, the other one does that. We will come to a few more of what they did. So what happened? They got tired of the man and salwa. So they told Musa, وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ يَا مُوسَىٰ لَن نَصْبِرَ عَلَىٰ طَعَامٍ وَاحِدٍ O Musa, how long are we going to be patient eating the same food every day, day in, day out? How can we eat the same food here? We want you to call out to Allah. فَدْعُ لَنَا رَبَّكَ يُخْرِجَ لَنَا مِمَّا تُوبِتُ الْأَرْضُ مِنْ بَقْلِهَا وَقِثَّائِهَا وَفُومِهَا وَعَدَسِهَا وَبَصَلِهَا they said, O oh Musa, we want our herbs again, we want our cucumbers again, we want our garlics again, we want our lentils again, and we want our onions again. We want everything we used to have, bring them back, and we want it to grow, tell Allah we want that. So Musa alayhi salam looks at them, and he says, 
You want to substitute the good that you have with that which is not as grand. How can you want to take away the divine food that Allah blessed you with and substitute it with something you used to know in Egypt? So he says, if you are really asking for that, there is a possibility that Allah will return you to Egypt in a condition that you will once again have all of that and together with it, you'll be oppressed again. Would you like to go back and be oppressed? Allahu Akbar. So these were the people, they continued asking and they continued saying things. But they were the ones who asked for trouble because they were the ones who refused to go into the city. Had they gone into the city, they would have had everything. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, thereafter, that there was another way that they harassed Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. They troubled him a lot. They started spreading a rumor that this man has a disease a skin disease or some form of a disease they spoke about, that this man, you know, beneath his clothing, he's got a very big sickness. And they, they accused him of something very dirty, very rude. So the rumor began to spread amongst the people. Rumors spread. And when rumors spread, yes, they are very irritating, number one. But number two, they will always return to the one who caused them to spread in misery. So we need to know this. Protect our tongues. We can never ever be from amongst those who spread and peddle a rumor. Because once we've uttered it, it's written against us. Allah is watching. He knows. It will return to haunt you in misery. Allah forgive us. So they started saying, Innahu Adam. Now that is a terminology used in the Arabic language to refer to a sickness with the reproductive system. And they said, this man is sick. Now there was no ways of clarifying it. That's why they started saying this man is sick. How are you going to clarify it? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided to clear it for Musa. And this is why Allah says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu la takunu kalladheena adhaw Musa fabarra'ahu Allahu mimma qalu O you who believe, do not be like those who harmed Musa alayhi salam with the accusation. So Allah had to clarify him and free him from that particular accusation. So what happened? As he was having a bath one day behind a rock, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused that rock to run away with his clothing. So Musa alayhi salam is running behind a rock. And as he's running, a few men who were there, they happened to see him. And they said, this man is perfect. Everyone is saying he's sick. He's not sick at all. So now it was cleared. And he got out of the rock, took his clothing and quickly wore it. But in the interim, Allah had saved him. By doing what? Clarifying for them. Be careful. Don't spread rumor. Allah will choose a way of clearing the names of those whom we spread rumor about. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all forms of goodness. Inshallah, we will continue with the story of Musa alayhi salam tomorrow by the will of Allah. Until then, wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad. Subhanallahi bihamdihi, subhanakallahumma bihamdika, nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk.